Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Morning Inspirations. I hope everybody's feeling blessed on this beautiful Monday morning that God has decided to wake us up in. Guys, 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 let's give God some praise this morning. Let's give him some praise for this beautiful day that he has breathed his breath into our bodies. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. We cast all our cares upon you this morning, and we come with praises in our mouths, oh Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you this morning for breathing breath into our bodies, Heavenly Father. We want to thank you this morning for beating hearts and working limbs, Father God, every working organ and every beating heart on this day, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for walking beside us, in front of us, and surrounding us, oh Heavenly Father. We want to thank you for your favor and for your grace and your mercy. Heavenly Father, we know that you're able to do all things, that you sit up high and look down low. Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning. We bless your name this morning, Heavenly Father. You have been so good to us, Heavenly Father. We thank you for our family. We thank you for our friends. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being able to pour out our hearts to you this morning, Heavenly Father. We thank you that we're able to come to the throne, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you this morning, Father God, especially for your grace and your mercy and being so kind to us, Father God, for wrapping your arms around us, Lord, and setting us free, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for raising on the third day with all power in your hand, Father God, for our sakes, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you this morning, Father God, for every breath that we breathe right now. We thank you, Lord, that we are able to sing praises to you, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you that you intercede on our behalf, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for making our crooked path straight on this day, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for casting your joy and your light inside of us, Father God, so deep inside of us, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for the oil, Father God, for the oil being able to get through because we know that the oil still works, oh, Heavenly Father. We thank you this morning right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for all that you're doing for us and all that you will do for us, Father God, for keeping that hedge of protection around and about us, Father God. We thank you this morning, Heavenly Father, for preparing a table before us in the presence of our enemies, O oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for keeping our cups full and anointing our heads with that oil, Father God. 
Heavenly Father, but most of all, Father God, we thank you that the blood is still working, Heavenly Father, that you died, Father God, for our sins and for our sake, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for your love and your kindness that you so ever rarely bestow upon us every single day, Lord. We just thank you this morning. We thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. We just thank you. We bless your name right now, Heavenly Father. And all things that we do, Father God, may we go forth today, Father God, and plant seeds on good ground, oh, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, may we know that we are able to call out your name and you'll be there in an area, oh, Heavenly Father. Father God, for every ear that has ears, let them hear on this day, Father God. Let them hear a small, still voice from you, O Heavenly Father. Quiet the noise around and about them, O Heavenly Father. And let them just bless your name right now, O Heavenly Father. Let them cry out to you, Father God, because we know you in every corner, Father God, of our lives, O Heavenly Father. And we thank you this morning. In Jesus' name, Father God, in your mighty, mighty name, O Heavenly Father, we know that you can do all things in our lives, O Heavenly Father. Let us not fall by the wayside, O Heavenly Father, but stand firm on solid and good ground on today. And we just thank you this morning. We thank you for your grace, and we thank you for your mercy. In Jesus' name, everybody that has breath in their body, say amen. Amen. I hope everybody's feeling blessed on this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning. Coming off the holiday season, I hope you guys didn't eat too much turkey and stuffing and dressing and all that stuff. But I hope that you remembered to call out to God and give him thanks for everything that he's doing in your life because he is worthy to be praised. I hope you guys enjoyed all your family and your friends and just fellowshiped and worshiped with them and told them how good God has been in your lives. And, you know, just being able to be gathered around family and friends and seeing another year, another Thanksgiving, it only comes once a year, and being able to see that stuff manifest and unfold in our lives it is just a joyful thing i don't think that you know my heart desires anything other than knowing that every time i wake up god has blessed me with giving me another breath he's given me another breath to be able to breathe and i know in the times of trouble or any time that i need him i can cry out to him and he'll be right there. He's on the inside of us, guys. He's on the inside of us, and he has already come and defeated our enemies on our behalf. You know, he stands right there for us to call out to him at any time, in a time of joy, any time of despair, worry. You know, he's there. He said in his word that he is our refuge. He is our fortress. He said, just call out to him. Go to your secret dwelling place. You guys know Psalms 91 is one of my favorite scriptures. My secret dwelling place where I could just cry out to him and let him know that I love him. And I can feel him 
wrap his arms around me, whether I'm just crying out in joy or whether I'm just crying out because I'm worried or have a little anxiety about something. I know he's able to change all things. So guys, let's jump into this word really quickly this morning. We left off about a week ago and due to the holidays, uh, we did Psalms 100 for Thanksgiving and we did, um, we followed up and followed through with Exodus chapter 33. And I said, we're just going to move on into the New Testament. But I want to finish up Exodus before we do that. And I've been still pondering that thing. You know, I'm still trying to decide and waiting on an answer from my Heavenly Father if I should move on or, or try to, you know, continue to push my way, press my way. So I don't want to do anything in my time. I'd like to do it when I hear, you know, a word from God. I think, you know, it's important not to be all over the place when we're studying God's word and when we're reading God's word and just stick to a program, stick to the plan. And sometimes, you know, when I feel like it's something that he's saying to me. I have to realize and stop to think and ask him, you know, is it something just specifically for me that you want me to do? Or is it something that you specifically want me to do on the show? Because I asked him to walk with me in this show. And he's been doing just that. So let's head on over to Exodus 34. Guys, let me find my readers. I have lost my favorite readers, and I am working with some broken ones this morning. So you guys pray my strength. So, Exodus 34, chapter 34, and we're going to read it. It goes a little bit like this. And the Lord said to Moses, Cut two tablets of stone like the first one, and I will write on these tablets the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. So be ready in the morning and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai and present yourself to me there on the top of the mountain. And no man shall come up with you and let no man be seen throughout all the mountains. Let their flocks nor their herds feed before that mountain. So he cut two tablets of stone like the first one then Moses rose early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded him. And he took his hand, took in his hand two tablets of stone. Now the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful, gracious, long-suffering, and abounding in goodness and in truth, keeping the mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sins, by no means clearing the guilt, guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. So Mo Moses made haste and bowed his head towards the earth and worshiped. Then he said, If now I have found grace in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray, go among us, 
even though we are stiff-necked people and pardon our iniquities and our sins and take us as your inheritance. And he said, Behold, I make a covenant before all your people. I will do marvelous, such as not have not been, been done in all the earth, nor in any nations. And all the people among you are, shall see the work of the Lord. For it is an awesome thing that I will do with you. Observe what I command you this day. Behold, I am driving out from before you the Amorite and the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Perizzite and the Hivite and the Jebusite. Take heed to yourself lest you make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land where you are going, lest it be a snare in your midst. But you shall destroy their altars, break their scattered pillars, and cut down their wooden images. For you shall worship no other god for the, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. Lest you make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, they play the harlot with their gods and make sacrifices to their gods, and one of them invites you and eat of his sacrifice. And you take of his daughters for your sons, and his daughters play the harlot with their gods and make your sons play the harlots with their gods. You should make no molded gods for yourselves. The feast of unleavened bread you shall keep. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread as I commanded you in the appointed time of the month. For in the month you came out from Egypt. All the open wounds are mine and every male firstborn among your livestock, whether oxen or sheep. But the firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with the lamb. And if you will not redeem him, then you shall break his neck. All the firstborn of your sons you shall redeem, and none shall appear before me empty-handed. Six days you shall work, but on the seventh day you shall rest. In plowing time and in harvest you shall rest. You shall observe the feast of weeks, the first fruits of the wheat harvest, and the first feast of gathering at the year's end. Three times the year all your men shall appear before the Lord, God of Israel. For I will cast out the nations before you and enlarge your borders. Neither will any man covet your land when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times in the year. You shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leaven, nor shall the sacrifice of the feast of the Passover be left until morning. The first fruits of your land you shall bring to the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk, then the Lord said to Moses, Write these words, for according to the tenor of these words, I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. 
So he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. He neither ate bread nor drank water. And he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. Now it was so when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, and the two tablets of the testimony were in Moses' hand when he came down from the mountain, that Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. So when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. Then Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned to him, and Moses talked with them. Afterwards, all the children of Israel came near, and he gave them as com- and he gave them as commandments all that the Lord had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But whenever Moses went into the Lord to speak to him, he would take off the veil until he came out. And he would come out and speak to the children of Israel, whatever had been commanded. And whatever the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shone, then Moses would put on the veil on his face again until he went in to speak with him. And we're going to stop right there. That was chapter 34, Exodus chapter 34, verse 1 through 35. I have to tell you guys, every time I've read that portion about how the people of Israel seen Moses' face and they shot away to the point where Moses had to put on a veil, y'all. Can you imagine having that much glory and favor bestowed upon you and people know that you have spent time with God? We have that in this world today. When you change your heart, change your mind, change your walk, change your talk, get into your word, spend some time with God. Spend some time with the man that loves you, with the person that loves you. Spend some time Open up your heart and your mind. Sit down with a clean mind, a clean conscience, and let his glory fall upon you. I tell you, it's nothing like spending time with your Heavenly Father. It's nothing, it's nothing like having his glory all over you. And most people think about it in the time of despair and need. But that's not the only time 
to spend time with your heavenly father in the time of need. Spend time with him so you can have that joy and that glory shine all over your face, all over your body, in your heart, that breakthrough. But I have to tell you, it does something to my soul when I read. You know, Moses had to put on a veil. And the people knew that he had spent time with God. That's a mighty, mighty blessing that God bestows upon each and every one of us every single day of our life. Have you just passed by someone that you know loves God or been in somebody's presence that you know loves God and you can feel the warmth, you can feel the glory coming off of them, the peace that surpasses all understanding. And you say to yourself, I want some of that too. Why Victoria J so happy? Because she spent time with her Heavenly Father. She spent time with her Heavenly Father. And I don't know about you guys, but I like when His glory shines through me, shines through me like a light, like a light flip on. Like you flip a light on when you're walking through your house. Spending time with your Heavenly Father will break through all the monotony that you got going on. It'll be a light bulb that shows up and comes on in your life. You know, I was going to go into the breakdown of what my Matthew Henry says, but I think that this chapter says it all by itself. All by itself. All by itself. The skin of his face shone and they were afraid to come near Moses because he has spent time with God. God was his friend. God is our friend. All you got to do is call out to him. Share his love and his joy with someone else. And if you can't think of nothing that you feel like God has done for you in your life while you're walking around moaning and groaning and complaining and this didn't work out, I didn't get this job, my children acted this way or that and this. It's just so much stuff. Take a moment and realize that you wouldn't have breath in your body to complain if it wasn't for your heavenly father. with your heavenly father. We talked about earlier last week, worrying about our own salvation in God's word. He said, you know, worry about your own salvation in trembling and in fear. And it's not 
fear where you feel like, oh God, I'm gonna die if I don't get this right, I don't get this right. But it's in trembling and fear that I'm doing all that I can do in my life to do what God has willed for my life. I'm listening. I'm trying to follow what he has commanded me to do. Keep love in my heart. Love my neighbor. And not just your physical neighbor. You know, love your neighbor, your family, that friend that you're holding on to. So much stuff. And it's hard to do being around people. But being around people is unavoidable. You're going to have to be around people. And sometimes it is going to sting to be around someone that has ill will for you, carrying malice and no goodness in their heart for you, but pretending. Or sometimes they're just straight out, flat out mean-spirited. But you have to remember, it is not that person. It's the spirit that's on that person. All of us have love in our heart, but sometimes some of us forget what love means, what love looks like. And that's why we have this God, the Word, the Bible, the Word. God was an example for all of us when he died on that cross for us. And every day, nobody's going to get it right. I certainly don't get it right on a daily basis. I have been discovering some things about myself as I'm walking with God. Victoria J was a mess, but this is my testimony. I was a mess. I had a good, loving heart, but I allowed people, places, and things to almost destroy my life. But I thank God for his grace and his mercy. I thank God that at 52 years old, he has given me another chance to get to know him. He's given me another chance to show me what loves look like and I can go back and I can show love to the people that I wronged. I can show love to people that wronged me. I can spread love to people that I don't know. I can pray for people. But most of all, I can love myself the way I should have been loving myself when my life was a mess. That's a blessing right there in itself. You can't do nothing if you don't love yourself. But thank God for his grace and his mercy. Thank God for Jesus dying on that cross, showing us what love looks like. What love looks like. This is a example. This is the best example of what love looks like. How to apply it to yourself, how to give it away to other people. This is the best example. 
And we all still learn and we all may still learn to the day we leave this earth. Remember, as my seasoned Christian family would say, your flesh didn't get saved. Your spirit invited God in. You invited God in to your heart and to your life. So the things that you've been walking around doing and saying, that's of the flesh. When you come to God, everything is new. You put down the old and you pick up a new walk, a new talk. But everything in life takes time. Spending time with your Heavenly Father. It helps with the difficult days. It helps with the good days. It just adds more value, more life to you. You start to skip instead of walk. It shows you what love and kindness looks like. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this verse this morning. Be blessed in everything that you're doing today. Give somebody a kind word. Have a listening ear. Have an ear to hear. Keep a song in your heart. And if it be in God's will, we'll be right back here on Wednesday. Peace and blessings to you all.